insert firework noise because it's Fourth of July weekend. Bah, 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 Welcome bah, back. Bah, 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 <laughs> bah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. it scared me. <laughs> Much like all the fireworks. But welcome back to Clash, the sibling okay. rivalry podcast. Real quick, since you said fireworks, I thought they were going to burn my house down with the fireworks. They were literally launching them right next to my apartment. Window. There are a lot of trees near your apartment, so that's yes. strange. I didn't know it was like legal. Like It had to be somebody's house because it was way too <laughs> close, and there's no downtown or anything right next to me. So I don't know what was up with that. Oh, I what was it? It was four days ago. It was Fourth of July, and I have not stopped hearing fireworks since. They're still going. Um, people are still setting off fireworks, oh and it has goodness. been cloudy and rainy all weekend. No one cares. Yeah, it really has. That's the other thing. <laughs> wow. But yeah, uh, it's been a great rainy weekend to sit in and consume media, uh, which is what we're going to talk about on this podcast. But first. I'd like to remind you that any and all feedback about our show can be sent to siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. That's siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter, where I like to sometimes put up weird polls to get people's opinion. Uh, you can find me at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21 on Twitter. And you can find me at Yotizler, Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. Please don't judge me by my tweets. <laughs> they are not an accurate representation of myself twitter is for for like uh what is it called um spiel of consciousness yeah just spilling out whatever whatever comes to mind you just want to like have an opinion on something random that exactly. you just go to twitter that's just, what i use it for just put it out into the world but with that being said uh i want to hear what about what you did this week so I caught up on a movie that was in my backlog for a long, long time, Alita Battle Angel. I've been hearing before I watched it a lot of I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. Um I actually personally thought that so I know I always talk about how I hate like movies based off of like video games and anime and stuff like that. Um this is based off a of manga and I think and it uses heavy CG by the way. But I think the CG in this movie was really, really well done. A little creepy, a little awkward at times with like some of the facial expressions, but like not not to the point where it takes you out of it. Because um, it's both challenging and yet brave to to do anime eyes in real right. life. And they really, um, it, it seems like they like went for the anime eyes as opposed to making them look like real eyes, which um, I guess maybe just a stylistic choice or something. Uh, yeah, I remember watching a thing on this like when it back when it came out in the theaters where mm-hmm. they were explaining how they made the actual like eyeball itself larger. Yeah. To be relative to like the size of her actual eye hole or whatever so that hmm. cuz they were saying it looked freakier before when the eye was smaller so <laughs> she had them sonic eyes. Them, <laughs> yeah, like they made them bigger so like the pupil takes up more space cuz they're like gotcha. yeah, when you look at when you look at a person, you don't see their whole like iris. And iris, everything. yeah, yeah. So. That's a weird thing to think about, actually. Um, but did did you actually see this movie, or no, or did you no, want to see this movie? This is one of the things where it's like I wasn't that interested in the source material, so I okay. just I was just like, I'll see what people say about it. If I Same. if I come across it, I'll watch it. But yeah, and to be honest, I'm not really familiar with like the the manga leader or whatever. And they had an old anime back in the day of it too. Um, but just the vibe I got from it was like kind of Ghost in the Shellish, um, 
very like focused on like cyborgs and 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 humans melding with robots and stuff like that um but this i think the way they did this movie it was like kind of a pure action movie like there was story there and i'm assuming it's directly from the manga but it seemed like the story was kind of uh like what's the word like they made it faster like they they kind of I don't want to say rush because rush sounds bad, but they had to like abridge it. For yeah, that's a good word. The screen. Yeah, exactly. They have, so they abridged the story basically to get you to the cool action scenes, which I think was really what this movie was about. Because um, the plot really wasn't even all that much. It was kind of just the, the cyborg girl loses her memory, falls in love with this human, um, and they kind of just go from there. Like the the it's kind of set in this world it's like a uh, hierarchical so there's like this upper echelon society it's like literally up in the sky and they're like completely disconnected from like the lower lower class society who lives like down on the planet um and so these people these characters find themselves they're down in the slums and like there's all types of crime and stuff down there so essentially they're kind of trying to break these like shackles of 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 being like poor and being restrained down there um, and they're trying to make it up to like this this utopia up in the sky, uh, hmm. but yeah, I just thought overall the the cinematics were really cool. The the CG was really cool. The cyborg stuff they were doing with their bodies and like blades coming out of arms and stuff like that was cool. Did you see Ghost in the Shell? The live action movie? Yeah, I did not. Okay, because I was gonna say, how would you compare it to this? Because I thought that was visually good, but the the portrayal of the characters was bad but the visuals were very good yeah i'd probably say this is pretty comparable like like i said i don't i know the ghost in a shell anime but i don't know the alita source material so i'm not i don't have like a comparison point for the characters um but they kind of seem kind of generic i'm not gonna lie um but i know alita is one of the founders in that space so maybe it's what started some of those tropes i'm not sure but it's a it was a good watch. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, I don't think I think if if you're into if you really if you want to see high quality CG like a what an anime movie or a video game movie could be, I think this is a really great example of that. Um, but other than that, I actually binge watched a full. Were you gonna say something? Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. I actually binge watched the full. Uh, it's called The Promise Neverland. It's only twelve episodes. Yeah, um, that's what I'm curious about. This was really good. So I didn't exactly know what to expect from this. I had heard comparisons to like Attack on Titan, how they're like stuck in this walled, um, what do they call it, like a like a walled city or a walled area, like enclosed from they had they don't know what the outside world is like. Mm -hmm. um so it is kind of like that so it's these kids they grow up in this in this uh orphanage and it's um they have one single caretaker it's the only adult anywhere um that these kids know of and they grow up on this house like everything's good they get luxury like food luxury beds they get whatever toys they want they get to have fun with all with the other kids um but the thing is they haven't seen the outside world at all like they just assume that at a certain age that most of them get adopted like a family chooses them for adoption but in the first episode this isn't really a spoiler um because it's more so the premise of the show but some of the kids find out like a little hint of what's on the outside so they kind of 
eavesdrop on like one of the adoptions if you will after one of the kids leaves and Mm -hmm. they find the kid who just left like one of their friends like just dead and then they hear they come across these they call them demons but they're these like really disfigured like deformed looking creatures uh not really human looking at all but they're they're they find out that the orphanage is a means of harvesting children for like essentially high quality meals like they're a delicacy for these demons um and so from literally from the first episode on it's kind of like it turned into like this chess match almost between the kids and the 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 mother or the caretaker mm-hmm. about like the kids trying to escape and trying to figure out what's on the outside and the mother trying to stop them and and keep them cuz she makes a profit off of all of the kids that get sold as food so she's trying to like keep them in the house and and like control them if you will so it's a really interesting uh kind of 12 episodes i think they they did a good job like setting up the story they wanted to tell and it doesn't really seem like it's going to have another season like it seemed like a one-off thing um and they don't really i'll say right now they don't really delve really too deep into the outside world or like what what happened to make the world the way it is okay because um, i was going to ask did you think that they would continue this on I think they could close story. I think they could if they wanted to, but it really seemed pretty closed. Like it, it seemed like they were just focused more on these kids and like how they can outsmart and like outsmart this caretaker and like it's kind of like a. I almost want to compare it to like Death Note, like L versus Light type of thing. Like they're trying to outsmart each other. Okay. Um, because I would think that like the way you describe that kind of makes me think of a race too, because you have like this group of kids yes and granted it's only one person that's causing most of the conflict but Mm -hmm. it's like this closed intimate group and Mm -hmm. it's like you have this one uh like villainous character this one force that you're trying to fight against the entire time right and it's good that you said race too because there is kind of a time limit uh like they set it up early on that there are these set ages that the kids are harvested at no matter what it's like the prime age for for like the like how 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 high quality they are as food (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's weird to say it's weird to say but it's kind of deep like it gets really dark it gets really uh almost emotional like it they touch on i think heavy subjects in in when you think about that as kids like that are going through these things Mm -hmm. um but i would definitely recommend it especially like i said if you like stuff like death note where it's like uh a handful of minds or two minds like opposing each other almost like a chess match um and it's 12 episodes so that's always a good short watch like i said i think i watched it in pretty much like just this past week <laughs> okay and a lot of shows don't make me binge watch them either so that's a good sign <laughs> and then the last thing that i was doing um apex legends season two dropped on uh i think it was either monday or tuesday probably tuesday um and with that brought with it uh they changed the map a little bit um kind of like how fortnite updates their map they changed the map um added some new locations added some destruction some environmental hazards stuff like that um which is a nice refresh because playing on the same map over and over again does tend to get stale so um hopefully they keep updating it or maybe even add a new one at some point in the future um they also did some weapon rebalancing stuff uh which may or may not have been needed and then they added the big new changes the new character they added watson 
um, who is this like trap character. She sets up like electric fences that uh, opposing teams can't get through. And she has like this anti-aerial uh, kind of defense thing. So she's kind of like an end game, like defend, like hole up in a position at the end of the game type of character, uh, which is really good. I don't usually play defensive characters. I like the more assault, like fast focus characters. So um mm-hmm. pro- i probably won't be playing a lot of watson but uh archie archie plays a lot of watson so <laughs> i'll have a lot of watson on my team um but yeah that's pre- oh and the other thing about apex they did improve the battle pass the battle pass last season sucked i'm pretty sure i said that on here before the rewards were just really dumb like boring didn't feel worth it like no incentive to grind it um but they added some cool new skins and stuff to it this time around um stuff that you actually want to grind for which is good and they actually added challenges to to help that progression go a little faster too so that is pretty much what i've been up to how about yourself nice um well i'm kind of been on like a tv hiatus for a few days uh Mm. simply because my friend that i watch most of my tv shows with decided to go on vacation (laughs) vacation Uh, from the tv shows well just to go on vacation period (laughs) and can't watch you know like the week that everything is premiering right um so it's like for me it's been back to scraping the bottom of netflix barrel (laughs) but uh, fire force came out i can't watch it yet oh okay you have to wait got you i have to wait got you got you because uh, i okay so only to prove the point because we were talking about because we talked a little bit last week about the hype behind fire force mm-hmm. and my friend just has this running bet against me right now that everything i choose sucks and he thinks it's gonna suck so he's like you're gonna get he's so wild. hyped for fire force and it's gonna be crap and i'm like no way he's <laughs> so wild. i gotta hold out yeah. to prove my point who did we say so, made it uh was that the i forget who made fire force it was an, um, it's a studio well, that made it. The animation really studio is yeah. the one that's making JoJo right now. So that's it. Yeah, yeah. David Production makes off the chain stuff, so, so it's gonna be beautiful. Like it'll just at least be pretty to look at. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, one thing that I went back and did is, um, I I still have that nagging um DC depression where <laughs> I just keep picking at old wounds that DC movies have inflicted upon me. So I went back and watched uh, Justice League with uh, commentary because another friend of mine swears that Batman versus Superman is one of the greatest movies ever made. What? And I'll, I'll, I'll die laughing. Is this him. the same person um, that thinks Fire Force is going to be bad? No, no, no. Oh. This is a different friend. Um, I was going to say. He supports Zack Snyder's vision, which I think is hilarious. That is um, trash. So went back and watched that commentary. Uh, and just something I noted that I wrote, wanted to write down because I didn't want to forget, which is that a lot of making, they were making fun of the costumes a lot, um, especially mm-hmm. Superman's because they were like, Superman's costume looks ridiculous because it he wasn't. underwear so- on the outside. Well, not that he doesn't have that in Justice League, but he's not. So he wasn't supposed to be seen in that amount of sunlight. That movie was originally what? a lot darker than it was supposed, like visually darker. Yeah. Um. So, one thing that they've made fun of over the years is Batman's neck. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and the cow and how he he has to turn like his whole his shoulders. whole body. <laughs> and the one Stiff thing that. Neck. It, I, so one thing I think about, I always go back to the animated stuff because we always talk about how the animated movies are better, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I, I kept picture, trying to picture Batman talking to people. Batman doesn't look at people when he talks to them. Because <laughs> he knows he can't move his neck. He don't well, want to look ridiculous. That, not that. I think it's just because he's so boss that he's like, I'm so busy right now. I'm going to explain this to your dumbass, but I'm not going to look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you think of him in Justice League in the animated, he's always on a computer or something, mm-hmm. and someone will be talking behind him, but he never yeah. turns around to look at them. That's that Batman arrogance like, I like. Yeah, it's like no one's ever presenting him with information he doesn't know, Already so know. he doesn't need to be shocked. Yeah. So I was like, one thing they did wrong in the movie is like having him turn and talk to people. Because he I'm looks like, ridiculous. Batman, well, that he doesn't do that. He doesn't look at people. Exactly. He just, he's just on his mission and he's like i'll listen to you but i'm not gonna give you the time of day to like turn and look at your face (laughs) my thing though i i have to ask you do you think they did that like literally as a design choice because they knew he would like they couldn't figure out how to make him move his neck in a way that either made sense or didn't look ridiculous no because if it's animated if it's animated he can turn his neck and they could make the costume bend that's true it's it's the practical like that's the thing that's getting me is like the place where they want him to turn his neck they don't make it practical for him to do so do but so. in an animation <laughs> where they could freely do that because it's animation yeah he doesn't because he's that that's his personality he's like yeah and so i just had to laugh because i'm just like part of me thinks that it's intentional that he doesn't look at people in in the anime in the source that i feel is more true to the character mm-hmm. but yeah watching him in justice league where they would like be crowded around like something happening he's investigating something he's just turned just turn his turn. whole body turn, and i'm turn, just shoulder, like shoulder. batman wouldn't do that <laughs> he would keep investigating he would keep looking at the thing and then just talk yeah so but I'm, yeah i just wanted to bring that up because it just i was like ah! <laughs> i'm not gonna another lie. thing that i noticed i'm not gonna lie i find it so much funnier to think that back in the animated series that he didn't turn because like he knew he couldn't <laughs> he knew the costume would let him so he was like i'm just i'm not gonna look stupid i'm, I'm just gonna, gonna look yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so, so funny <laughs> yeah i just prefer to think that he's just like that he's just like if you're not telling me th- anything i don't know i'm yeah. not looking at you <laughs> i'm not, like, even gonna I'm dignify not giving you. you this yeah this kind of attention gee just give him a um, flex neck in his next so costume yeah. With the DC being said, um, I asked you a little bit earlier if you had seen any of the new DC shows, and you said no, nothing, right? Mm, Like, when you say seen, you mean seen episodes or heard of? No. Seen episodes. No, I haven't. Okay. So, like, in the probably past month or so, I've watched... um, I, I. I I had talked about Doom Patrol on the show. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also watched a little bit of Titans. I cr- I should say I cringed oh through two episodes of Titans. You had to force it. Oh, it was painful. And like people, <laughs> like my friend is still yelling at me, like you have to. And I'm just like, I can't. Oh like God. it just hurts. Yeah. And um and then I also watched Swamp Thing. And okay. what I think was hilarious about Swamp Thing is that um, it was about two episodes in. My friend's like, have you seen Swamp Thing? I'm like, no. And then he's just like, it's been canceled already. And I'm like, given Titans and everything else I've seen, not yeah, surprised. So, I heard that too. They canceled that. So th- then a different friend is like, you got to watch Swamp Thing. And I'm like, here we go. I'm like, why am I going to watch a show I know is canceled? Cancel, yeah. But they're finishing the first 10 seasons, any or 10 episodes, ten episodes anyway. Okay. Okay, cool. So I start Swamp Thing is one of the best shows I've seen in a very long time. What? It is, is it still canceled? 
Yes, oh, but God. I can't, like, and while I'm watching it, I'm just like, how did this get canceled? Like, how does Titans get a season two, but this gets canceled? Like, that's, that's how I'm watching Swamp Thing. And every time, every episode of Swamp Thing I watch, I my hatred for Titans grows Gross. <laughs> more because I'm just like, how? How does this happen? Do you think it's because you have the background for you have so many good iterations of the Titans? Well, yeah, it's, it's simply like, that everyone knows Titans and nobody knows Swamp, Swamp Thing. Thing, right? But they're doing like just the production value of Swamp Thing over Titans is just like mind-boggling and then, okay. then just the like the story writing is better okay so you know like i would say are those the things you would say that make that you like it like you say make it one of the best is it mostly yeah. the pr- production and the writing because it's such a simple thing because i'm like I, i'm like the average person coming in on swamp thing i don't mm. know that much right other than like he usually just shows up if they're in like a swamp you know is or a hero? A disaster uh he's like a anti-hero he's like a he's like a like a force of i don't want to say like a eco-terrorist but like he's on whatever side benefits the plants <laughs> to be oh honest oh my god that's hilarious so but yeah it's like they've they're coming up with with uh problems and conflicts that you wouldn't necessarily think of for him to deal with because it's like once the first once the whole origin thing happens you're like okay now what and so it's like they continue the story in an interesting enough way that you want to stick around and see mm-hmm. how this works out. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like the side characters, because it really like they don't really hang out with Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Like they have these side characters that you're kind of following as the main uh, the main characters, but they're okay. compelling enough that you care right. enough to pay attention to them when Which Swamp Thing's good. not on the screen. Where's, yeah. uh, where's Poison Ivy at? How's he feel about her? Uh, she does not exist <laughs> in this universe so far nobody uh really nobody really exists outside of swamp things universe right gotcha they're gonna um, i wonder if they'll try to keep it self-contained as to not like have that same issue of like bad interpretations of like heroes we know already yeah type of thing but i don't know but i guess if it's I the like last the sh- season I like the show enough that I had to mention it here. And then I have to also mention that our mother was sent me like I, I sent it to her like she gets access to it mm-hmm. and she watches it. And then she sends me a text message saying we need to write a letter to uncancel Swamp Thing. Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, I was just like, I, I was like, this is how I know it's confirmed. Swamp Thing is good. You heard but it yeah, here, tight- folks. I don't know if I'm going to make it through Titans. I'll let you guys know, but just know that like, I was just like, Robin is just, and the fact that it's my Robin, the fact that it's, it's Dick Grayson, Robin yeah. is making it. They're is doing he, the, he just so try hard, like bad, like uh, in two episodes, emo. they must've shown his parents fall from that trapeze in slow motion, like five or six times, <laughs> five or six times. And I'm Jesus. just like, we get it we oh get it like they did it just like they do the pearls breaking for batman okay and it was just like they did it too much and is that the reason <laughs> he's a jerk uh no like that doesn't really explain it either okay. it's, i think the reason he's a jerk is that he's robbing on his own right now and no one's taking him seriously 
Oh, okay, gotcha. Because it, it's like like they show that scene where he goes to fight the criminal. This is in the trailer. He fights these criminals, and they're like, "Where's Batman?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Fuck Batman!" Yeah, like it's that kind of it's that oh attitude. My, oh my gosh! Where it's like I don't feel like like I feel like D- Dick Grayson went through that for like a second, but mm-hmm. he wasn't a juvenile. He didn't lean into it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he wasn't just like man, like I hate you, Batman. Like he wasn't Jason Todd about it. He's just like, look, right. we have different ideals. Right. I'm gonna go do th- my thing right. or whatever. Exactly. And then Starfire is a, a prostitute? Whoa, what? Question mark, I think. They did not make Black Starfire a prostitute. I'm pretty sure she's a prostitute. Stop playing. I don't. It's weird. It's weird. That's crazy. And I didn't even make it to Beast Boy. And Raven is just like this scared little girl. Um, I guess technically they're not teenagers in this, right? No, they, they are. The but it's, it's the version where Robin and Starfire are older than the other. Oh, okay um so so raven and beast boy i think are younger than slightly younger than because robin is like a like a junior like a super young detective okay gotcha because i'm like how is this teen titans if he's already like an actual detective Detective, yeah um but hmm. yeah the, it's just it was just like uh, so i haven't made it to beast boy's introduction yet um, okay but you no know beast boy's my guy if they if they do beast boy wrong <sighs> I gotta just, get get out the pitchfork. I pitch gotta get there. I guess I gotta get there. <laughs> yeah. But this ties in at some point. I think it ties in with Doom Patrol. But okay, I'll get there when I get there. I guess. Got um, it. Let me know. Keep me posted. Yeah. And then the last thing that I did this week is uh, still been playing Attack on Titan two. Just trying to see if I can ease into it better. Um, this game is one of those games uh that i like to deem the never-ending game uh because i'm eight hours in and they're still introducing new mechanics to me oh gosh um and i hate that i don't like when a tutorial pops up eight because i'm just like i just learned everything like what else could you possibly yeah okay and then it's like you'll get into you know this is the type of game where you're going out on missions so you get in your rhythm of going on missions with Mm -hmm. how you prepare uh uh, reinforcing your weapons all that kind of stuff and then it's like here's a new mechanic here's here's how you manage the morale of your squad i don't uh, i don't want to worry about that so yeah. so now we have uh, in addition to like the muso uh battle mechanics uh you have social links okay. um in which at, between every battle you have to run across like four maps and talk to people oh god to have conversations that i have yet to understand how they affect the story other than to give me bonus skills that i don't even know if i'm using mm. um <laughs> like passives or like yeah they have like weird like it'll be like a straight up skill bonus where it'll say leadership plus three gotcha or then it'll say something like for armin recently i just got something called emergency rations i don't even okay. know what that is i don't even <laughs> i haven't i don't know where the menu is to look that up to access it yeah so stuff like that um and so yeah there's a lot of talking there's a lot of just going to characters to have um a push button tech scene would you call that filler a lot of padding padding yes okay uh just because it's doesn't really advance the story it's just telling you what they're preparing for in the next mission so so this is interesting to me because it sounds like this one isn't like the other Muso games. Like it isn't like the other, like a uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors or or Fire Emblem, where you select a mission, you just go in, do the objectives, but fight stuff. The weird thing is, is that it there it is though. Like there's a Muso game buried in, and that's why I say like it's never ending because it's like Muso games are long. 
right to begin with right so then you're gonna tack on like social links right and then you're gonna tack on um uh facility management okay there's that okay so then it's like yeah there's management of their of your base there's like you can spin like when you do missions you get your wings and you can spin wings to boost certain skills for temporary periods i see um but yeah it's it's like they, there was a point where I was running to one guy mm-hmm. to to get what a mission list of menu of missions can comes up, mm-hmm. and like I was all the way probably second to last on those, and then story missions started popping up. Okay. So then I went back to doing story missions, but in between those, you get this guy where you're just doing list missions, where you're just running to that same field. Gotcha. Um, you have a specific goal you're getting that done mission clears and you go back and this is this sounds more open world as opposed to being like menu based like select the location it seems no, like more like you're traveling and stuff it's very menu based oh it is very menu based because okay. it's you have a hub where you're running through what i would say are stations mm-hmm. so you have like your refill station where you're getting all your materials and stuff you have the station where you can go back and do missions that like say you got a b on you want to get an s mm-hmm. you can go back and do that and then you have like your person on the map that's going to take you to the next story mission gotcha but once you're in like a mission the mission's like okay you're going to go from this place to this place to this place and okay. then you'll come back home gotcha so it's like it's it's taking you places it's not letting you really pick where you want to go mm-hmm. that makes sense um so it's in that sense it's exactly like the first game mm-hmm. but the first game did not have all of this like take care of your troops morale and right uh manage manage uh what bases you're prioritizing mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff yeah um and then one thing i wanted to add to that is so we you would ask the question not on the show but in between last week and this week about um did we think or did i think there was going to be another attack on titan game Mm -hmm. and i was like i that's when we started looking up like how long is this game you know how much content could they possibly cover right and then so of course when i go to the eShop this week there's a Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle Upgrade Pack uh, <laughs> for name. $39.99 on the eShop. <laughs> oh my god. And I was just like, well, it seems like the universe is answering this question for us because oh, yeah. the the immediate tagline under this battle pack is uh includes a story from seasons one through three of the anime. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it goes so that kind of answers the question of are they probably not going to do another game uh because they're shoving story into the second game and something that upset me like i said this dlc price was was 39.99 yeah um the original this game came out 59.99 i bought this game originally and now they're offering this dlc pack plus the original game for for 59.99 that's so weird I'm a little upset at the DLC price because I'm essentially paying for two games while these latecomers can come pay for one. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of weird. You would think they would also discount the standalone DLC, like whenever they made that bundle, but I guess not. Like that's kind of weird, though. Is that? Do you so, know if that's only on Switch that it's forty? Because I could definitely see that being a thing. What do you mean? Like if if do you know if the DLC on PlayStation or the other platforms is like 
ten dollars or something because I could see like Nintendo putting the Switch tax on it. And well, I'm <laughs> making looking at I'm looking so. at it on Steam right now, and it's the bonus pack is thirty nine ninety nine on Steam. Okay. Gotcha. Or you can buy the the full package bundle for fifty nine ninety nine. So they're pretty okay. much running that everywhere. But I'm just like, why are you, why do you aim to punish the people who supported who you early, when yeah. the game was new? That's like, a that's a messed up to me. And I bought it digital. Yeah. Mistake. That makes <laughs> that that just makes you want to wait like if, for their next game. Like, oh, are they just gonna bundle this with the DLC later? If I wait, like, why should I buy it now? Yeah, because so games I, I like, I was really hype off of first one so like of course i'm gonna buy this one as soon right. as i hear about it because i really like the first one and it was just totally different but right right that's pretty much been my week so i would say it was a good week but it in it ended with some furiousness <laughs> some annoyance yeah i feel you on that um but with that being said try to hop into some news we don't got a lot sure. of topics today um so first up i saw this when i was scrolling through my twitter feed i thought it was fake for a second because i was like disney disney's doing this but disney uh casted a black ariel for the live action little mermaid uh the actress's name is hallie bailey and i need you sorry (laughs) that name is too close (laughs) to Halle Berry no I thought it said Halle Berry uh when I first read I'm not gonna lie then I looked at the picture I was like hold up this this girl's way too young to be Halle Berry then I looked again and I saw the L I was like oh Halle Bailey okay and it seems Um, like other people are also confused yeah (laughs) but nah I'm a I'm a I like this I like that uh she has a creepy mermaid like face so (laughs) this could work and And hopefully the red dreads are lit yeah, I don't say that like like oppressively, you know. <laughs> oh God, uh, that's kind of funny because there's a there's a, a female comedian that makes a joke about how she was like, girls need to stop saying that they want to be mermaids, and part of the reason is because they can't act. Like she was like, could you imagine what your hair would look like if you just swam through the water all the time and never had any detangler? Or oh anything? yeah, it would be. She's like, it would just be one massive dread. Hmm. Um. But no, nah, I think I was I was I was really surprised though that Disney was actually doing this. Um, I'm not because they made the top three leads in the Star Wars movie were like it was like diversity rainbow. That's true. That's true. It's like here's a here's a white person, but she's female. Mm-hmm. Here's a black, black guy, guy, and here's a guy that you if you squint really hard, you don't really know what he is. I was like, wait, who's the third guy? I'm not sure. Poe Dameron. Is okay yeah i think he's uh <laughs> he's brown he enough <laughs> he's brown enough that if you squint you don't know what he is yeah we'll claim him it's all good <laughs> I, I don't know i think oscar isaac is white but okay yeah yeah i'm just saying like disney is not they've never been shy about trying to be inclusive right it's just weird though because they like they're still named disney after the guy who is like a cl- like a full-on racist i don't want to say full-on racist because i don't know if he was full-on racist but it, the word out there is that he was definitely racist uh walt <laughs> disney being who i'm talking about um but it makes sense seeing as the time he would have grown up in uh right but yeah i'm uh i'm still i'm not the biggest little mermaid fan in general like i i know we owned the movie when when i was little um so i watched it a lot because of that probably but i don't just just the fact that it being little mermaid i don't know if i'm gonna rush to the theater for it i think the way this I is am one with of Lion those King. ones where you only watch the beginning probably much to be like honest. beating the beast 
yeah <laughs> like you would watch yeah. the first 20 minutes and you were like i'm good yeah i only watched beauty and the beast just for seeing beast and that was good <laughs> pretty much um but yeah i think i think hopefully it's a good movie hopefully they do it justice um ty made it to poor unfortunate souls he's like i'm out yeah <laughs> <laughs> i really don't remember much of that movie to be honest You're like she's gonna make that deal again i can't <laughs> <laughs> i might remember more of it from kingdom hearts now that i think about it um but, but yeah. yeah i'm cool i'm i have nothing against it till i see it yeah yeah are you so, a little mermaid person are you gonna i i'm a fan of the songs uh, okay. um I don't know. Ariel is a character. I like her better than Jasmine. Yeah. Um, and probably like I'm not. <sighs> I don't know. I had a feeling when I saw Lion King the other day that I'm just like I don't really care about Nala and like there's gonna be too much hype around Beyonce being Nala. Mm-hmm. And was she a good <laughs> I Nala? Like, I need some space from this. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet. It. So okay, got it. I heard the I heard a clip of the song like the 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 elton john the can you feel the love tonight mm-hmm. and i'm like it, it sounds like beyonce like i don't know what oh, okay. to say this for you. <laughs> i mean that's cool that's i cool. just wondered who the male singing was so i'm sure sh- i mean you know good. you know like most actors and actresses just can sing just because so i'm no, sure no that's not true in a lot of the disney movies there was a there was a speaking character and a singing character okay got you a lot of them like and i think little mermaid was one of them i don't think the girl who did her voice did the singing voice oh okay yeah that's a cool fact um but yeah hopefully that's good and then let's get some hercules news yeah i do i am i am curious (laughs) about that because if that's that's one of the ones they cannot mess up or i will be upset i'll be upset um herc's top two but yeah i think it's weird that they waited so long on this one but maybe we'll see why yeah i kind of wonder what like is deciding the order uh, like is it by I, popularity or like well because they kind of started because cinderella was kind of first yeah like in order but like they didn't they didn't do sleeping beauty right they kind of nah, ignored that one yeah they didn't do snow white they did do snow white it's snow did white they? does snow white have the uh was that the the white witch one the the wrath of the white witch or something oh you're thinking of um or was you're that thinking cinderella? of the one with um kristen stewart and Liam hensworth yeah that i guess that could count but it wasn't like it wasn't like how they're doing these that's why i don't know if it counts or not gotcha gotcha. um because it wasn't just called snow white right right maybe that was one of the intro like test bed ones like they're like oh we'll put this out with another name see how it does and then if it does that got a sequel right yeah it did. that was more about the queen and her sister right but anyway and then well no we had maleficent maleficent Mm -hmm. was was sleeping beauty story okay but yeah yeah, you're right did you mention there might be a pinocchio uh no i didn't know about a pinocchio okay i thought i heard you mention one time there might have been pinocchio so that because that's another early one like all of the ones i'm mentioning are before little mermaid okay gotcha and i don't aladdin was after right (laughs) so like maybe they're doing it and then we got dumbo dumbo's really old yeah so maybe they're doing it by popularity they could be that would be my guess um but I would have to double check. But yeah, Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast are kind of like your big ones. Little Mermaid, these are kind of like your big ones that we're getting into. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so hopefully Herc's next up. Um, yeah, we've had Dalmatians for years. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That was one of the early, early ones. <laughs> um, but next up, I put this new story here just because it's very close to my heart. Uh, Harvest Moon, Friends of Mineral Town. 
uh they're getting uh, or they're developing a remake over in japan it's coming to switch later this year and not sure if it's coming to the u.s yet but i can only hope that it does uh yeah even though stardew valley is on there it just doesn't give me i don't know why the same the same it's probably nostalgia but it doesn't give me the same feeling that harvest moon does specifically friends of mineral town i put so many hours into that game on gba Oh I was going to say, I can't even say what my favorite Harvest Moon is, but the one... It has to be that one. Uh, or the GameCube one. I'm playing the DS one. I can't remember what the name of it was, though. It was like a year... It, it had year in the title, but... 3DS or OGDS? 3, 3DS. That... No, no, no. DS. DS. OGDS. Huh, what was that? Tw- ta- a Tale of Two Towns or something? No, no, no. It was after that one. It was after that one. Why don't I don't know why I don't remember that one. But keep going and I'll find it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's cool. Um but yeah, Harvest Moon's awesome if you haven't played it. It's it's like a um how do I describe it? It's like a it's a farm sim, but it it's like a life sim too. So it's I don't know, it's hard it's hard to explain. Uh, I played a wonderful life on GameCube. I know that for a that fact. One, I'm yeah. seeing that one now. That one was also on PS one or two and I I, I bought it again on PS4 because you know how they have the PS1 and PS2 classics. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I made sure to have that one just for the archives because that one was also really good. Harvest Moon, it's kind of a shame that it's not. It's still around, but they like kind of re renamed it. It's now like Story of Seasons, and it's not really the same. Um, I don't think it's the same team behind it. Um, somebody might have to correct me on that. But, yeah, it's just it's nice to see one of the classic ones coming back. Yeah, because I always played the 3D ones, and then I would see your friends of Mineral Town, and I'm like, get this out of here. What? I need, I need my PlayStation. Oh yeah, but you're version. you're an indie. So the indie hate has been, <laughs> or indie style hate has been, has been deep seated, and there's a long history of it. Your dislike for 2D games. Okay, I played Island of games. Happiness. I've been playing Island of Happiness for like seven years. Still, like to this day. Yeah, because I picked the worst person to try and like marry oh god <laughs> which is the other i picked the other player character mm-hmm. and he's apparently the hardest to swoon so i've been gifting him an egg every day for like every five day. years is that his favorite yeah he continues to avoid <laughs> my relationship That's i funny. have the i have the uh the, the guide i have the guide for this <laughs> game and i can't beat it that's hilarious but I was going to say this one, Island of Happiness, and I, I can't say about many of the other ones, but Island of Happiness has a like uh, a mining mechanic that yeah, I appreciated. I do um, remember this one. Is it you take a hammer into the cave and smash the rocks or did they yeah, change it? And they have different they have like all different minerals, of course, but it's right. like you have to like manage your stamina. Right, right. You can pass out. To get deeper and deeper in the cave, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you yep. have to try not to fall too far because you can fall, but if you fall too many floors, you'll like pass out die. and wake up in the yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was always good. So many so many uh harvest moon nights I spent passing out in the cave because I thought I could get that last boulder when my person was already like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, I gotta tow I gotta uh what is it, hoe the fields and mm-hmm. but I, I can only hoe this much of the fields because I need yeah. my stamina to crack rocks no, really, in though. the mine. It makes you kind of appreciate what it could actually be like to be a farmer. Like because you really only do have so much energy and time in the day. But you all there's always something more you could be doing. 
and it's like it's just got a really fun loop of like time management and like resource management and stuff and then they it's have the mini games predecessor to like me liking animal crossing for oh sure. yeah for sure and probably eventually whenever i do get to play stardew valley mm-hmm. uh you definitely should play that though because i have it there's no excuse <laughs> <laughs> but um next up i actually picked this one because i thought you would find it interesting so the netflix pacific rim anime is coming in 2020 um and the very minor details we have so far is it's about two sibling pilots and they're going to be trying to find or figure out what happened to their lost parents and they have already confirmed that two seasons will be made um so i thought that would be cool hopefully when they say anime they mean 2d and not cg but i feel like it's going to be cg it's probably going to be cg (laughs) yeah because you know how much netflix loves their weird jittery cg Mm -hmm. just like uh, a godzilla I don't know, like, if they, (sighs) did you hear the word trigger around this at all? Like, being the studio behind it? Yeah. No, I don't think it's trigger. Because I was like, if it was trigger, then I would have some hope. (laughs) I think, yeah, I was about to say, that's the, the, uh the ray of hope, like, you want it to be trigger, that would be, like, the best case scenario. Yeah, because it's robots, man. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like somebody who made Gundam, it sh- it should be Trigger. Are you going to check out that uh original Trigger movie that they're they're doing? I forget um, what it's called, I'm sorry, but I have no idea. They just uh, I'll have to find it after the podcast, but they just announced they're doing uh it might even be out already, but it's a like their own movie like is it's it not just going to be like a weird like is it going to be like Disney's Fantasia? Just a weird montage of animation? just to show off because i yeah i think so that. i think that is i think it's going to be just like a showcase for trigger animation which Cause I'm not yeah, mad we, at. Need, we need like a fantasia but from trigger mm-hmm. and they oh not. they did a, um not fantasia but um shantae they did uh the intro anime intro to like one of their games oh okay okay um, which looks really good i just recently saw that today randomly um but yeah, are you hype about the show? But yeah, I'm hype for that because Pacific Rim, I wanted some, I didn't hate the second movie, mm-hmm. but I just wanted some more expansion um, as far as the monsters were concerned, of course. Mm-hmm. And then the story too, because it's like, we know now that like their whole purpose of coming over was to like terraform. Mm-hmm. but it's like what's beyond that that My whole curiosity yeah. is like what's beyond that because uh, i, I there... still remember oh sorry go ahead no 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 you're fine i was just saying i still remember the end of the first movie where they uh tease like the the beyond for lack of a better word like what was beyond that portal or the rifts they were coming through yeah and i just always thought that was like really interesting i just wanted to see like an expansion of forces by the second movie mm-hmm oh that also reminds me of uh i don't know if you ever played mass effect but they talk about uh these like aliens called the reapers for the longest time and then at at the i think the end of one of the games spoilers it's a whole game they like show this shot of like deep space and there's like just thousands of them when like uh it was like the end of the first game or not the end of the first game the whole first game like one of these things was like the big antagonist so that when they show this shot and it's like a thousand of them it's just like i always like when 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 they play with like scale and like danger and stuff like that in in shows and games where it's like oh you've experienced this this thing you thought was like world ending but mm-hmm. guess what there's like 
on the other side of this portal or whatever there's like a million of them just waiting to come through and you're like oh god how are they going to deal with this i just always thought that was cool yeah um but that's it that's it for the news um there was more little stuff but i i didn't <laughs> i didn't find it relevant enough to put on here no uh, problem cuz i think i think you're going to get some pretty strong emotions about our next topic <laughs> hopefully um, Something that I came across earlier in this week was uh, the Pokemon General Election. Um, mm. This is not something I was aware it took place. Apparently, it took place back in uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were, it's either 720 or 721 Pokemon included okay. in the election. And I'm not, there's not a huge, a whole bunch of details because it was done in Japan. And I'm not exactly sure what the criteria was, but I think it was just a popularity contest. Right. That's what um, I'm thinking. That's probably voted on. So I was just t- taking a list, at, a look at the list, and I just had some general questions and outrage at some of the listings. <laughs> Throw them um, at me. I was very happy to see Greninja at number one. I agree. I think Greninja, Greninja is very one. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Greninja is just a cool design. He's got cool powers and he looks cool and (laughs) for him to yes he is a starter but you know starters change every 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 uh, iteration yeah and so for people to have that much attachment to rank him over like pokemon that have been around since gen one i think that's pretty cool is it prejudice that i get kind of upset when i see like a water type or a grass type get the cool design like greninja and not the fire type no okay good because I, uh, I was upset. Like, I, I like Greninja, but I wanted to not like Greninja because I was like, dang, why couldn't it be I the fire type? I didn't want to like <laughs> Greninja cool. because I don't like his first form. Toad, I forget what his name, Froakie or something, I think. Yeah, it's too close to Froakie, number one. Yeah. And number two, it's so cute and puffy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's been a general decline in the water Pokemon design basically since Squirtle. Um, uh, I have to disagree because I really like Totodile and I really like Mudkip. Totodile was Mudkip is awesome. Totodile too. was mentally uh, touched. <laughs> um, Wait, was he like in the show? He was a little. You don't. He was basically Psyduck. Okay, I haven't seen Jodo in He forever. would run around screaming, like he would run around holding his head and like yelling. <laughs> and he would never do. I'm pretty sure he was. Was he Misty's or Brock's? He was. I thought Ashes. Probably, oh. or Misty's, because Misty had water types, but I thought it was yeah. Ashes. But he never, I just remember him never doing what they needed him they to wanted. do. <laughs> That's hilarious, so he was actually. just being goofy. Oh um, my God. But yeah, I uh, I feel like water types generally have weaker designs so than what, what the is, other two. I don't know uh, if we but, talked about this. What's your favorite water starter, Squirtle? Uh, n- or what's your favorite starter in general? Forget just water. Don't do this to me. You don't got it right now. Off the top of I your really, head. I really, I don't, it. I don't know. Rowlet. I like okay. Rowlet because it's an owl. We can take Rowlet. <laughs> no, that's fine. There's no, there's no wrong answer here. Um, I'm, I, I'm like full efficiency. So if I had to choose any Pokemon, I'm going to choose an Eevee and I'm going to buy a bunch of stones. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> going to make it, stuff happen. Eevee of every type. Yeah, basically because efficiency, but, um, favorite Eevee yeah. evolution. I'm trying to remember what the um what is the water type that has like the fin? He has like the dorsal fin. Dorsal and he kind of looks like a frog, but he's got the little dot oh, eyes. That's a that's a not to uh Mudkip. 
Yeah, I like yeah, Mudkip. I love Mudkip. If I had to pick one, I'd have to pick Mudkip. Mudkip is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is Charizard, of course. That, that was probably a given. <laughs> oh, and I like the I like Wooper. I, I'm kind of a Wooper. Hold up, which one is Wooper? Wooper. It's not a starter, but it turns into the uh, Quagmire. Okay, it's just yeah. this weird looking. I know what you're talking little, about. I like Wooper. Yeah. What is Quagmire um, like? A platypus? Like uh, kind of salamander platypus mixed frog. with a platypus. Yeah platypus frog <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's weird Pokemon but yeah um i'm kind of shocked okay so pikachu's at number four i'm, I'm kind of shocked that, that peak how is mew at number three how yeah. do P- how do kids even know who mew is pikachu merchandise alone has made so much money like I more so a, than any other I merchandise. Own a robotic pikachu that's what i'm saying from like, my youth <laughs> i can't imagine how how this is a thing and mew yeah mew is so mew appears in literally like three episodes of the anime and one movie <laughs> and that might be it like mew and is so elusive he's so obscure and it's like he has a whole level dedicated to him in pokemon snap and you barely see him then mm-hmm yeah <laughs> it's like he never really plays a huge like he doesn't have much personality i, I don't think because just because of the fact that you don't see him enough i would definitely put mewtwo over mew so That's just, just a, a couple random pokedex entries from Mew. Mew is said to possess the genetic composition of all pokemon right it is capable of making itself invisible at will so it entirely avoids notice even if it approaches people right which is so I'm, once I'm again invisible yeah <laughs> like where you at and then yeah i thought um i'm just looking at a page uh, for those who are listening of like all the pokedex entries for some of these pokemon and i think it's hilarious that the most uh recent entry for mew um that sa- it says when viewed through a microscope this pokemon short fine delicate hair can be seen <laughs> oh, <wow>. that's, the, <laughs> that's, that's the length we've gone to to describe <laughs> this pokemon i will say though mew in the games is kind of op because he's the only other pokemon besides ditto that gets transformed so okay. he can uh he can do the shapeshift thing into like any other pokemon which is that's okay. pretty cool but that but, see if you go by that ditto should be in the top 10 yeah in for sure opinion. and ditto, no ditto should be in the top 10 ditto is the most in the games at least the most necessary pokemon ever just <laughs> you because you have to breed it for breeding <laughs> yeah yeah if you don't have a ditto you might as well just not ever like try to build a team <laughs> so wrong it's crazy like and then my, one of my favorites uh i think i used to say for years is my favorite pokemon of all time gengar is at 35 love gengar way too I low yeah i that's low for me especially under some of these these randos Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) under magnemite is a little thank you magnemite shouldn't even be on this list magnemite is top 10 (laughs) worst pokemon that's magnemite at 24 folks literally not over charizard though not over charizard what else hold up what what else do they have zygarde let's talk about zygarde number eight so zygarde Please is not even a pokemon, pokemon to me. <laughs> zygarde i think was in um not diamond and pearl uh zygarde was sun and moon actually no zygarde wasn't sun and moon what game was zygarde from zygarde is generation six um that's not Sinnoh. Sinnoh is four they have they actually have him in x and y that's it that's where zygarde's from because he's z xyz uh but zygarde is like a lab created amalgamation of cells like each cell i guess is i don't even know if each cell is like sentient on its own but each cell like you collect cells essentially in the game and when you get to 
uh i think the form you're seeing here is the first form at number eight is uh like 30 percent cells or something like that and then you get to like 50 and he turns into like this dog looking thing and then you get to 100 percent and he turns into a final form digimon uh yeah, it says when crazy looking. this uh in 10 percent form when 10 percent of his cells have gathered it, it runs across the land at speeds greater than 60 <laughs> miles an hour wait is that the With- dog one or the this is the ten percent one. Yeah, it leaps okay. at its opponent's chest and sinks its sharp fangs into them. Oh at ten percent, ten percent. And then Google, Google the picture of his final form because I want you to see. His it. final form is bizarre. He's got like crazy digital peacock feathers, and then so he looks weird. like a cobra with like the neck of a peacock. So weird. Like <laughs> I don't know. This this was one of the most out of the box designs. I, I i don't he's at what number he's pretty he's at high number up. eight like yeah before it, the x and y legendaries it doesn't even make sense and he's a dragon grind before type. charizard yeah it's before charizard it's yeah, too strong. i can't i can't um rayquaza i like that rayquaza is at number seven though his his whole he has a cool design yes and his whole sequence in emerald i don't know if you remember where you climb the sky tower and you fall through holes like a thousand times but then you finally <laughs> make it to the top and you have this crazy epic like music kicks in like it's storming he comes down like you battle him like it's it's just one of the i remember dopest. fighting him it's so vague so awesome um, so then yeah i picked out uh charizard's evolution so we had charizard at number nine mm-hmm. and then way down in the middle ish or upper echelon you have 235 charmeleon charmeleon sucks charmeleon's not attractive to look at yeah i hate charmeleon's design <laughs> he's got that freaking but, like <laughs> lump on his head but charmander is so cute he's at 125 yeah he's charmander so shouldn't be that low but here's my outrage. How is Dratini at 276? Dratini is adorable. Because it's just a, a nice little simplistic cool. design. <laughs> dra- well, wait, where's hold on? Where's a Dragonite? That's that's my. I question. didn't even look for Dragonite. Dragonite is so goofy looking. You really you don't like Dragonite's design? I don't like Dragonite's design. I don't know why, but he just looks so like like it's it makes like, you want to give him a hug. But it's like you have this cool slick dragon, and then all of a sudden it just turns into this big goofy looking Barney. <laughs> Like, it just looks like it should be like uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. it does he does look derpy but he's so fierce whenever you see him battle he's in, he's all down on this derp list somewhere yeah um i want to shout out blaziken like 45 i think that's a solid spot blaziken was one of my definitely i think my top three maybe pokemon of all time i love blaziken um one of my favorite fire starters and starters 59 dragon knight is at 59 59 just okay that's i think that's valid it i don't like dragon knight's design at all <laughs> it's so goofy looking it is i'm not gonna lie though i think i like the simplicity because that, that that generation the first generation um well because to me he looks designs. like what charmander would evolve into yeah and i think that's what i don't like about him is that like he just looks like a like a charmander didn't get to turn into a charizard all the way (laughs) yeah like it's like you needed to be this other goofy thing i don't know why but but i i just got the picture in my head of you know how when ditto turns into things he gets like the derpy dot eyes or no it was in the show it was this one like (laughs) slow ditto that couldn't transform all the way so he would have like the dot eyes yeah like they don't get (laughs) 
I thought that was the one thing. Like that's how you can tell them apart is that they don't their eyes don't transform. No, so regular ditto. It was like they would transform perfectly, but it was like this one special one that couldn't transform all the way. So you got just the, keep the, you dot got the eyes. eyes. <laughs> so funny. She's um, got those diggly eyes. Diggly eyes. What else we got? Um, note? Shout out Lucario. I, I like awesome. that the top, the original three legendary are in the at least. You in got the, Articuno at 53. You got Moltres at 36. Oh, that's Ho-Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. You got Mar- Moltres at 67. 67. And you yeah. got Zapdos at 62. Zapdos, my personal favorite. Because I think those are middle. like, I think those stand strong at, at my top legendary design. The only one I don't like that much is Moltres because he looks yeah, like Moltres a is turkey weaker, or something. <laughs> Zapdos and Articuno are cool. <laughs> yeah, Zapdos and Articuno. He are looks awesome. too much like a, a what is it, a Furo? Yeah, that's it. And Furo sucks. Yeah, Furo sucks. I hate Furo. <laughs> uh, I, I do really like Ho O's design though. 36. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ho is really awesome. Lugia is one of my favorite. Le- Lugia might be my like second or third favorite legendary, just period. I'm sad that Klefki is way down at 241 because Klefki is adorable. And Klefki was so good competitive. I think Klefki is my favorite inanimate Pokemon. <laughs> I think I might have to agree. Like my Pokemon that's not, a th- that is just an item in item. the world mm-hmm. that is alive. <laughs> it's usually ghost types too when you think about it. Um, except for Garbodor. He's yeah. just a poisonous <laughs> pile of trash. Well, I'm like, I'm surprised that he's at 537. He's not lower great i know i guess because of the the jokes the jokes brought him up yeah so but yeah bottom else. of the list i'm trying to who's think the worst any, i don't uh, even know this, this monkey flung, I, yeah i'm not a fan of monkeys so i'm i wasn't surprised that a monkey was like 720 knock off infernape um but Fernate some of the cool. ones uh, i don't hate all these ones that are towards the bottom i don't either um, numo's cool numo's like whatever they got uh the the pre-evolution of aegislash the sword uh 692 yeah i love aegislash he's so low um what is it is it single edge soul soul edge yeah and double edge double edge yeah soul edge and double edge yeah double edge is higher up aegislash better be i would put aegislash top 20 just because of how op he was in the games um i'm just and looking then, yeah, at the bottom my last outrage is at swablu because i think swablu is one of my favorite pokemon ever swablu is the one with the red head swablu is 414 414 swablu swablu oh i see oh yeah I, I like swablu and his uh evolution yeah i couldn't remember the name of the evolved form but they're all cool also a really op pokemon in the yeah in the game it can be <laughs> that uh, I, I think it was dragon flying or something yeah i definitely mean like the final four with him mm-hmm. at one point um but yeah uh yeah. do you have cool any list. other general motions uh i thought it was i don't know i don't think it's completely unfair but i would yeah. like them, them to extend this kind of election to yeah. the world these think, were just results out of japan i think we should cobble together our own top 10 at some point as a topic <laughs> i think that could be cool maybe when the yeah. new games come out I would have to like pay more attention to newer Pokemon. Yeah, because like I played Sun and Moon, but Sun and Moon went back to I think basics with a lot of the designs, and I don't know if you've seen a lot of the Alolan forms. I think they did a really good job with those. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Pokemon, y'all. Did you 
did you want to um talk about some anime did you see the attack on titan finale and stuff uh sure uh was there another episode <laughs> of attack on titan yeah uh just episode 10 the finale oh, okay okay yeah sure okay um so full spoilers we're in the anime corner um i think we're gonna start with attack on titan so uh i guess just how 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 do you like the way it ended do you feel fulfilled for now are you happy with um i know you said you're pretty happy with the info we got from the basement and stuff yeah Um, i'm like i'm pretty satisfied for now i wish it wouldn't end right here yeah um because yeah like again it's like you felt like this is all you've been waiting for all season and Mm. it's just kind of now we got to figure out what the outcome of all this is going to be and then Mm. i don't know it's waiting for the characters to acknowledge and accept all the information because we haven't really gotten to see their reactions stuff yet i'm i'm glad you said that because i really thought uh that last like exchange with aaron by the ocean with uh mikasa and armin was was kind of powerful like because uh just i think the uh i forget the studio's name but i think the studio does a really good job of like animating facial expressions and like showing despair and it was like Aaron Aaron said this whole thing about like um Armin was like, We're at the ocean, it exists and and Aaron was like um he said something to the extent of basically like we're not free until we go across this ocean and eliminate every single one of our enemies. Like that's when it's actually over. Like and I was like, He's not wrong. <laughs> um so it kinda I think it kinda sets up for the next season being maybe this grand like final war with the uh was it marley is what they're called yeah the other country yeah this big war between marley and the and the children of ymir because i'm like Um, they're going to be fighting their own people that have basically been like brainwashed against them right so i think there's gonna there's probably gonna be a lot of dark uh themes and topics maybe in the next season uh not that that's something new to attack on titan and i need aaron to to have all of those money lines appear on his face when he realizes that zeke is his brother <laughs> yeah i know i want to see that Titan is your brother. <laughs> that's gonna be a showdown do do we think this is gonna end like the final season on like a happy note or do you think it's gonna be how like, many lines how many 15 lines under his eyes how many yeah. lines? <laughs> <laughs> those despair lines yeah no they're really good at that i don't know what the, they i've do. seen i've seen all of the future and past yeah <laughs> I've, seen, I've been through hardships and the life is rough thousand yard stare exactly um, um what were you gonna say i'm sorry you oh said, i was just saying that how do you think it's gonna they're gonna conclude this all like you think it's gonna be a happy ending like aaron and and the children of ymir like win the war and they're they're all happily ever after like aaron I dies feel, or, well i'm like now we got a ticking time clock on titan death yeah uh, i was like did you did you know about that before the, the no because that's crazy that they only get what, 13 years 13 of life years after they start their first transformation i'm like that yeah. sucks because aaron got transformed as a kid like yeah. a little kid <laughs> yeah and because i think they say he has eight eight years left because it's been five years mm-hmm. armin has the full 13 and mikasa is still human so she just has to watch them die essentially at some point. as she's had to watch her original family die and then her uh surrogate family and now her friends right which all die that really sucks um, so yeah we'll see uh how that all turns out <laughs> yeah it's gonna it's gonna get crazy i think i wonder if they're I gonna just, have a time skip 
hope Sasha gets a nice chunk of meat. <laughs> That's all I can hope for at the end Sasha. of Sasha. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, winter 2020, I think. Yeah. Is when it comes out. Kind of a long wait, but hey, my hero is about to start, so. Yeah, my hero That's in October, and then I also saw saw um the is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon is getting season, season two. two. So I wasn't a big fan of season one, so I don't know if I'm actually oh, gonna watch season two. But it's good. <sighs> I don't wait. No, hold on. I have a problem now because you don't <laughs> you don't like sword art, but you like how to how not to pick up girls in it's a dungeon. It's not isekai. That is isekai. It's not. It, is it not? It didn't start with a guy in a different world coming to this world. Oh, no. Nah. It was just a dungeon crawler, I thought. Oh, it might be. Cause they, the way they like do their spells and stuff, though, is very like video game. Yeah, where they call out centric. the name of the attack. Yeah, and they like learn <laughs> skills and level up and stuff. It's very RPG. But that's so anime. Uh, it is. I don't know. I just consider, I consider those is- isekai, but I guess you're right. He didn't technically start off in another world first. <laughs> that we know because i'm wondering um, i'm like did anime take a break did anime take a break this week for our holiday like the way the streaming services that we use like what shows because i'm like i'm wondering i'm like was there a new jojo this week there was there was yeah there was okay then i'm just off um, i'm off schedule but i don't know what so what what drops so the actual holiday was only thursday well because we got so um, like what dr Disney stone started that did start okay on the fifth are yeah. you planning to watch that one week to week i am i, I probably will okay but um yeah it's it's a shonen so that might be on for like the oh. next year okay i didn't realize that was a shonen oh it's totally a show it's a shonen jump character gotcha. i think it's like the only one we haven't seen in anime for yet oh wow so he's like an yeah. older character he's not even like brand new well, I know I kept, whenever I would see the cover of Shonen Jump, I would see Luffy, I would see Goku, I would see Naruto, I would see Bordo. That and go, then that I would one see, go dude. Yeah, then I'd see Gon. No, not Gon, the dude who was oh, playing like the chess game, the Japanese chess game. Yeah, go or him whatever. too. And then I would see this Dr. Stone who I had no idea. I was like, who's this character with this? these weird like veins on his face? Oh, wow. That's pretty um, interesting. So I know he's been around for a, a little while. So I didn't know it was a Shonen. That actually makes me more hype for it because... <laughs> i love shonen <laughs> but when i was looking at the anime chart mm-hmm. there surprisingly isn't a lot coming for the summer that one other show i i um just premiered is called uh dang it i keep for it's the one with the weird name i keep forgetting it's like journey to the sacred beast or something sacred beast hold on let me sacred beast anime um, but it was the one I was telling you about, like the people, like soldiers, special soldiers who transform into like dragons. And to the abandoned sacred beast is the name. Say that one more time. To the abandoned sacred beast. Okay. It, it's about uh, the first episode aired last week or this week, and it was about like these soldiers, like super soldiers, who have this ability to transform into like mythical beasts. But every time they transform, they like lose some of their sanity. So at a certain point, they just start going in crazy, like, like as they go crazy, like it's their like sworn duty for like the sane ones to kill the crazy ones before they oh, like go on a really rampage. Cool. Yeah, it is actually pretty cool. Um, it's got this kind of World War Two aesthetic to it, um, which I think is is pretty cool. Um, so I'm keeping, an, I'm I'm following that one, keeping an eye on that one, and then okay. I I haven't started Fire Force yet, but I'm hyped that that's a simul dub that is points for that even though it's i know halfway through the season they're gonna be like oh we're 
we're putting the dub back two weeks because <laughs> they always do that yeah uh, i don't yeah. know why i don't know what kind of freedom that gives them to delay it like that yeah it's i don't know if it's contractual or like part of like the however the deal is it's weird though it makes me mad every time <laughs> and but then, there was uh, one on here i was trying to figure out and i had trouble before the beginning of the show but it, it's the japanese name is um oof give me one second mm-hmm. japan the japanese name is to Towaru Kagaku no Accelerator. And if you, you've heard one, of uh, One Crazy Index, Accelerator? Right? Is that what it's called? One something. It might something. be. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a spinoff from Magical Index. The Psychic yeah, Dude. Yeah, so, yeah, and I watched the um, the Accelerator. There was like a short, like a 10-episode miniseries spinoff mm-hmm. that I watched, and it was really good. Okay. Um, it's not as, it doesn't have the uh, X, the uh expositional heft of the regular of the other magical index series gotcha like railgun kind of tries to make it simple for you but it's still better if you see magical index whereas Mm -hmm. with the accelerator uh you don't really have to know the world like you pretty much know the the one guy's gimmick and everything else gets introduced to you is um, Accelerator the one that's focused on the white-haired psychic kid? Y- yes. <clears throat> okay, the one with like the it, super crazy a, powers. Right, the male main character. Got you. Um, but I yeah, I don't see it here, but they're saying that it's summer of 2019 for this one, so I would definitely yeah. recommend that one if it's a remake, because right. the one I saw was really good. I think it's a, I want to say it's a spinoff, like a side story. Yeah, but they I, they did it. They had to have done it before because I'm like I've watched this. I know I didn't read it. Okay. So it must it has to be a remake of the Could same be. spinoff. That's an, yeah. I'm gonna definitely check that one out too because I forgot about it. Um, okay. But yeah, but yeah I don't I know what One Punch Man is doing. Um, oh yeah, I've that started... was that finale too. Did you watch that finale? No. Okay, I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, not gonna be I, happy though. I did start Mob Psycho. <laughs> season two right yes okay um so far that has had a pretty decent start um i was hesitant to start it because i like to watch one punch one punch man first Mm -hmm. um but since one punch man has been kind of i just started mob psycho and i'm like it's pretty decent so far it's it's not going too slow um it's doing like an episodic thing right now Mm -hmm. um so i am not sure what the overarching story will be but so far it's pretty much what you want okay um i'll just say i won't i'm not not to spoil anything about one punch man but i'll just say i think this last episode confirmed my suspicions about the series and that there there is no actual overarching plot (laughs) 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 with any really like real relevance that is just it's really just about i think about the characters (laughs) like to be honest i think you'll see you'll see once you watch it why i'm saying that yeah um because I can understand that, yeah, because uh, like you said, like, Saitama has spent most of the season in a someone's bedroom playing, playing video, video games. games. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, it's weird how we've gotten to see all of the times that he saved another hero. Mm-hmm. And, but yet no one knows who he is. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, he's still, I think it's because he's, like, not looking for glory. Like, he's never there to actually take the credit. He just sh- happens to show up to finish the battle or whatever and then he kind of yeah. just dips out 
or like and i i kind of hate that that garu because garu's got like a cool arc going on right now Mm -hmm. and i kind of hate that it's wasted on this season yeah if that makes any sense because i'm like i actually the last episode i saw with garu i actually felt some sort of like more sympathy towards him Mm -hmm. um because they keep showing him his little kid yeah Yeah, and like he just like he felt sympathy for other monsters Mm -hmm. because they made him play the monster yeah they kept making him be the monster he was like oh the crab man wasn't trying to hurt people he he was just trying to protect the ocean from pollution like and i'm like oh now i feel bad and like he's uh i'm just like all right where are we going like you're wait i feel like you're wasting this that's the thing like to me it almost felt like the garrow stuff is i know they they kind of mentioned him and the the what is it the villain association being or the monster association being like interested in him but at the same time it feels like the whole garrow arc is completely separate from any of that background stuff it's kind of weird yeah i um, agree but yeah but yeah, that as is... we get into more anime, we talk about more anime. For um, sure. I have a couple features we want to cover on anime topics, but we'll get there as the details for that build. <laughs> for sure, um, for sure. But other than that, did you have anything else this week? No, nah, I think that's it. All right. Well, if you enjoyed any of our topics or want to add any topics, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. Um, if you also want to send letters about getting Swamp Thing uncanceled, you can send those to siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. Um, and send we those will help to DC. Forward your letters to DC. <laughs> we have connections. Um, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J-21. And you can find me at Yo Tizzler. And please, please, please don't forget to rate us where you listen. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do check that feedback. So please reach out to us and we will talk back. Most definitely. Um, and I should also mention that we've been posting... If I'm not wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. We've been posting clips to YouTube. Yeah, I've been doing um, my best. Some clips may be missing, but they're so yeah. They're feel free to find clips there uh, for your listening pleasure. But mm-hmm. with that, uh, we will see you next week. Catch y'all in the next one. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.